and welcome back to Flights of Allegasia. Chip here, having a good day. It's a Wednesday, so a weird day we're recording, actually. Um, Armin's over here just traveling the country, so, you know, I'm not able to record on the normal days, so. I mean, we could have recorded on Saturday. This was entirely your idea. You can shut up. Um, <laughs> What's up, y'all? How you yeah. doing? Yeah. Hey, hope everyone's doing good. Uh, we are having a good day. It is it is chilling. This section I love. Yes. I thought it was a dope ass section and a lot honestly, happened in this section. I'm not even gonna ramble about saying thank you, even though we are grateful for all your support. Nah, screw y'all. Yeah, screw y'all. <laughs> no, Let's jump right in. Yeah. Wounds Let's of the go. past. Let's do this. Chapter twenty. We're starting off chapters twenty, I think we made it to twenty two. But wounds of the past, wounds of the present, and his enemy's face. Not going to acknowledge that yet. So, the very first thing, off the bat, some writing stuff here. Palini paints the feeling and how tense this situation is flawlessly. Oh, and yeah. he does it in two paragraphs. So, it's easy to overlook this because, you know, obviously, yeah, the doy, it's, it's, it's tense. They're getting invaded. But Palini does an absolutely fantastic job just sort of painting this raw emotion and tenseness. And he does it. The fact that he did it in two paragraphs, that short is the key. So if you look at the sentences in the first two paragraphs of the chapter, all of them are long. There's a few short ones, but most of them are long connected, almost rambling sentences about the villagers differing perspectives. And they all jumble together into this like one frenetic emotion which makes both of the paragraphs seem rushed and it reflects this chaos that's going on in their lives right now, which paints that context perfectly. And the fact that it is so short, once again, reflects how quickly things are moving. So Palini sets the pace and the emotion for this entire section just off, right, right off the bat in those two paragraphs, which is just masterful. I, I fucking love it. I do too. I do believe that this opening is is making sure that you as a reader know that you have left Aragon. Because if you're reading this, like I know some people, because I've talked to some of y'all, and this is what Red did too, if y'all remember Red, he would jump from Aragon section to Aragon section to Aragon section instead of <laughs> going through him. So it's a good, it's a good, it's good for Pellini to draw you back into what is happening with Roran. You know, that's something that's very intense and that he master as Armin says flawlessly get you right back in the mindset of don't get me wrong we never really forgot where Roran was but no honestly help... I was enjoying Roran's story more than Aragon's but yeah like I, I don't really know where Aragon is anymore but that's aside the details the is point it is, is that land of the elves yeah somewhere in there right <laughs> with this cookie cutter boat out of the tree um yes that <laughs> yeah fantastically done as we know from last week's or two weeks ago's episode that it's a word he, Pellini, does an amazing job of drawing us, the reader, back into the situation at hand, which yes. I, I love dearly. Yes. It's also just a little nuance here. Most of the time when we think of foreshadowing, we think of like saying that somebody's going to die. Like the whole prophecy being just a massive foreshadowing of what's going to happen because that's what prophecies are. But this is not used as often and it's not recognized as often, but how Palini sets up this emotion, this feeling, 
actually does contribute to the foreshadowing because everything's so tense. Us as a reader, we're hooked into wondering what's going to happen. We are personally invested in these characters and the story. And the fact that he's showing just how bad things are getting with tempers flaring and people going at each other just to like reconcile out of sheer desperation is adding to our tension and to see how this resolves. So yeah, it's not direct foreshadowing, but it helps. So just masterful. Yeah, that's pretty much that. Just yeah, it was just phenomenal. We just yeah. want to talk about how phenomenal it was. Yes. Moving on. We are at a bit of a standstill, and this is finally a logical standstill. Because he counts how many soldiers Galbatorx is there, the Imperial Army has lost. They've lost around half. They still have the Razak. But this standstill is a bit more logical, and now they're just waiting, waiting for reinforcements. And it, it did take us some time to get here. But here we are. And honestly, I think, you know how, I think the weight is what's making it more tense for the villagers as well. I do believe that. And the harder thing is, is that it's not that they can do much more than what they do in this section. Don't get me wrong. They do exactly yeah. pretty much everything they can do. Yeah. And so this is, this is incredible to see. And I know, going throwing at it again the lord of the rings reference here almost every battle scene is them waiting someone waiting mm -hmm. and definitely in because because in those battle scenes it's always the orcs who come they're the ones who march to the land they never until they go to the black gates there's never a time when the good guys like a better words are the ones marching into battle fiercefully like with large yeah, numbers yeah don't get me wrong uh but it, it's always a waiting game and that is always a tense situation no matter what and i just yes. think it's phenomenal yeah and, and it, it adds it adds so much to this once again to this context to this feeling and we fully understand the villagers positions and we know like Paladin has already painted us a fantastic picture of just how conflicting everything is. You have people that want to run. You have people that just want to give up. You have people that want to fight to the death. You have people thinking about their families themselves. Like it's just so convoluted and it makes total sense. And yeah. it's a beast to deal with for Roran. It is. And it's, I'm just, I'm excited that this is, this is so accurate of all the situations. Like you said, you have all these different point of views and they all make sense. And it's just very well done and how it's captured right here in the beginning. And we understand. Yeah. Now we need to acknowledge Roaring Stronghammer. Dude. <laughs> Dope ass name. Beast name. Beast name right there. Goodness. That, like if you, nice. that, that might be like one of the best nicknames given so far. That's like Shade cool. Slayer. Dope. Pretty dope, a little pretentious, but pretty dope. A little bit. But Roaring Stronghammer, whoo! Yeah, whoo. like you just, like that whoo. is a deserved name too. Like yeah. that is just nothing. Like, you know how, for any of you Skyrim players out there, you just take a Warhammer and just like start wailing on people and you're basically invincible? Yeah. Roaring does that, but he uses the hammer in one hand and has the shield in the other. Like that's just, that's just dope. So that's just nice. 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 Good shit right there. Toy. Good. That is toy. But in terms of, we do get a little bit of just character 
not exactly development, but hinting with Roran here, we do need to talk about this because once again, we've talked about Aragon being the hero, Roran being the leader. We're getting even more of that because he's still being shaped into a leader by all of the decisions he's having to make. So we've talked about this in the past. Just going to recap really quick. Leader qualities. What we've talked about, the reason why Roran is a leader. He's responsible for the villagers. And he was made to be responsible when he chose not to run because he feels that since he chose not to run, the Razak are there, the soldiers are there. It, the village is his responsibility because his choice is what put them in danger. And that is a quality that all good leaders feel. They feel responsible for their people, at least in fantasy. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's number one. And that's also a huge one that we haven't always acknowledged, but, Part two, I think we've talked about this a couple of episodes ago, but he's a good speaker. He's maybe not like the best speaker around, but he knows what to say to make people do what he wants. And he knows how to communicate in, in lack of better words, a less bossy manner than some. Yes. And every leader, whether they've been a good one or not, like for good or for evil, has been a fantastic order. That is the prime way that people get other people to follow them is they tell them what they want to hear or they tell them what they want them to do in a way that makes them want to do it. So that, that charisma and that ability to talk, that ability to communicate is another thing that puts Roran as a leader. Once again, that doesn't make him a good or bad one because we see him make a decision that's a little questionable, but that's another big quality in leaders. Third thing, not, as of now, Roran has won respect in a traditional value which is also an important thing for leaders, especially among a group, because as it so often is with fantasy or any medieval thing, like people value combat prowess. And Roran has more prowess in combat than any of them because they're all farmers. But the fact that he does gets them, it gets him respect, whether they agree with him or not. Third thing, Roran's leading this show. Yeah, and... As Pelini writes it, it is very clear that he is a leader for these people. And that is very difficult for him because, in lack of other words, he never really asked for it. And for him to be kind of, and don't get me wrong, he chose to be it when he, like you said, when he chose not to run. Like that's a choice of his. And so therefore he's kind of predetermined, I guess, to be placed in that role. Pre, like I don't, I don't know how to say that correctly. But with this choice, he was already kind of like what it's made to be the leader and so therefore him having already all of these attributes definitely helps there could have been a situation you can flip-flop it with Rord and aragon if aragon was put in the situation in the same exact scenario i do not believe aragon has the same attributes and character as warren does to be a leader he's yeah. a little bit selfish we already know this he's very <laughs> um he just he just doesn't care. He's not saying he wouldn't do good or he'd fail at it. He just wouldn't be able to... I just don't think he'd be able to take charge and deal with it. Granted, I also don't believe his speeches would be as heart heartwarming and moving as Roran's are. Yeah. And Roran was always... Because remember, Aragon was the hunter. He spent more of his time in the woods than anyone else. Roran was always the guy back home. So it does make sense how their characters evolved and just once again, props, because Palini set this up way back at the beginning of book one. So, 
yeah, we're just we're seeing Roaring get shaped more and more into this leader. And I think I like this quote is some some people are born into greatness, others have greatness thrust upon them. Um, yes. I forgot what that was from. Wasn't that from uh that was from Sandlot, was it? I feel like that was some other quote that was used in Sandlot. I definitely that's a some other quote in from Sandlot. Like it's not a Sandlot. Um, no, because doesn't doesn't Babe Ruth like say that to Benny and Sandlot? Some wait, how does what's the quote go? Uh, I think it's like some people are born to greatness, others have it thrust upon them. I feel like that has to be some like historical quote that was used in the movie. Oh, it's Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, so some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Oh, so it's Shakespeare, and then Roosevelt quoted it, and people attributed it to him. Got it. Okay, well. Definitely not from Sandlot. I'm sorry for my uncultured ass, but Beats me, man. it's a cool quote. And I it thought it came from like The Hobbit, so <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something The Hobbit would say. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Little baggins. Yes. You know, take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. Some have greatness thrust upon them. <laughs> <laughs> some are just having to get deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be great i mean i know that was from lord of the rings not from hobbit but still yeah <laughs> but still leadership qualities here comes Roran. and speaking of leadership actually i wanted to ask you about this decision that he makes because he's playing a dangerous game when Roran plays that man's dead son like when he plays that card and like he like references his dead son like save the children like y'all's children gonna die if you don't do what i want like whoo that was a dangerous game. Okay. So my thoughts on that. It was a shitty way to make the point he wanted to make. Yeah. And it was a, and it was and it was it is even a shittier way to brush over it and lack of better words. Like he like yes, he brings it up, but he doesn't stay on it and like give condolences yeah. or anything. He just says, Yeah, yeah you know you're dead kid. Well, guess what? Everyone else is gonna fucking die if no one else does what I want. You know, like, yeah. it's not like you know your kid who died. I'm really sorry that have happened. I'm really like da da da. But I do want to say that if we take these precautions and da da da, we'll be yeah. safe. So it's it's more of a bully move from as my point of view. It looks more of a bully of a move, move to for, for as from Roran, which is really funny for us to say, especially as we praised him for being an, a yeah. leader as a leader. Uh, but well, he... that's the thing. That's the thing. So, in this specific situation, that was cold. Like that oh, was yeah. that that was a questionable move. In this situation, the reason I don't hate him right now is because he didn't really do it intentionally. Is because he was getting like so pent up and frustrated that he just blurted it out because he knew that it would like get them to agree with him. And the other thing is that he's not wrong per se yeah he's not wrong in the sense that his like his plan is better than the lack of plan that anyone else has and it's kind of their only option and he's trying to do it for the kids still not that still doesn't make that move any better but that's the reason why i don't hate him right now still a dick move to use somebody's dead kid to motivate them and we're going to talk about that um because once again, as a leader, I mean, yeah, we, we've seen leaders do terrible things. And yeah, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, and that's like great things and horrible things. Roran, and like, the thing is, is that that argument has been made to do great and terrible things. Yep. And Roran is now walking a very fine line. This instance, it might have worked out okay because he had people, other people's interests at heart. That doesn't mean he won't do it later on. Yeah, and it feels that, and this is a problem where, because doesn't he kind of reference two different things? He uses a dead kid and someone else. Yeah, so he see, he says that one, like, I, th- I think he says your kid wouldn't have died if we had done this right. Um, Which I kind of call bullshit on it. Yeah, and also he, I think he, like, references other... Um, he references someone else's death, too. I don't think he references, I don't think it's another death. Um, hold on, I'm gonna find it. It's a very small section. So he goes, let's see. It says, Doan, I know it's cruel of me to say, but if Elman hadn't been in Carvel Hall, he still would have been alive. Surely you must agree that this is the right thing to do. You have an opportunity to save other parents from your suffering. That's what it was. Um, he goes, and uh, Bridget, do you want Norvafell to share his father's fate? He has to leave. So the widow of that dude who died, he says, do you want your kid to die too? Yeah. It's pretty like, fucked up. Yeah. I thought there were two references to death. And I'm try- that, was- that was the second one because he, he does reference her husband dying. Right. Um, but see, like that, that's pretty fucked up. And it gets like, it gets him on the path that he thinks is the right one. But that's the problem is because in this instant, like in this specific instance, his point, like the reason why he's doing this is generally right. Like he's trying to get people to safety. That That is the basis of his argument. That's the basis of his reason for doing that. That is at least less morally ambiguous than this, than his way of getting there. But in the future, is he still going to think that he's right and do it anyway when he's not? Yeah, that's my worry. Especially, I, I also feel like it's very hard. I get. All right, I would have. This is going back to Aragon, book one. I would have tried to pull it from my own experience. I came home and my house is destroyed. Yeah. I have come home and my father is dead. I've come home and my only other family member has abandoned me. Like if those were situations, like he could have brought that, he could have brought that to the table instead of fucking picking on other people to be like, Hey, you know how so much you're suffering. And, and and I get that. Like maybe that might not have been the greatest one either. Cause it might've been like a guilt trip type scenario, but this is also kind of guilt tripping them anyway. Like, you know, it's there, but at least, for him to bring up his own past, he's not literally attacking others. There yeah. and and I get you need to have it for the actual legit experience that is current. I get that if he said that, you know, if he talked about his own past, then I'd be like, yeah, but that's in the past. So yeah, I get how he had to bring up current situations that have happened, things that have occurred in literally the past few weeks. And so therefore, I understand why he didn't do that. But it would have been a little bit nicer as a leader to give some personal experience to the situation also. Because yeah. he too has yeah. suffered from 
a death of his father. He yeah. too doesn't have a mother. You know, he does like, and so I just. It's so just, yeah, that, that was, I mean, honestly, one, it's completely fine of us to sit here and judge and not be in this situation Yep. because he is clearly desperate. Yes. And he is clearly emotionally like, like he knows that this is the right way. They're the right course of action. And he's desperately playing that card, but that doesn't change the fact that he still played that card. Like if you have an ace up your sleeve, and you you know you're in some serious debt, and you still play the ace and you win. Like yeah, you got out of your debt, but you you still cheated. Yeah, you never won. Yeah. So, whew, that it's right, a fine a line. It's a very game. fine line. Yeah, because like listen, this instant is pretty in this specific case scenario. It's pretty ambiguous. Like it's yeah was not a was a dick move. But it served a good purpose. But it was still a big move. Right. Later on is when I want to see, is he going to make this decision again? And is it going to be the right one? Yeah. Because, honestly, I hadn't considered this arc for Roran. I am now. Like, considering, like, sort of a fallen arc for Roran. Where he falls. Yeah. Like, I'm actually kind of seriously considering it now that he's, now that he's shown that he's capable of doing that yeah because it means that in the heat doesn't even have to do it intentionally it could even be a um sort of a greek tragedy where his achilles like his downfall is his own um is his own drive to help yeah where like his uh is like his hero's flaw is that he's like so desperate to help katrina or to help carvajal that he crosses lines that he shouldn't and ends up falling because of it. Yeah. Like that would be a that would be a tragic story for him. It'd also be a really moving one. And one that has a lot of potential for Aragon to cross into. Like that'd be a great story to read. But it's Roran. Like, no. No. But that's I'm seriously considering that that might be a thing just because of how like just that's a tough with the section, I could see it spiraling more and more that way. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But because yeah. if I don't want I don't want Roran to tank, but it is a very real possibility that he's just gonna spiral. Yeah. That doesn't not that's not to say that he won't get pulled out of it, but it's a very, very potential like I can imagine an argument between him and Aragon where he's like yelling at Aragon for whatever ever everything that Aragon did like just leaving him to pick up the pieces and then Aragon yelling at him for what he's become yeah like ugh. Uh, I mean that'd be a great story and a really moving one but ouch there's so many turns and twists that could happen and honestly that would set up if Roran fell that would set up the betrayal of Aragon pretty well and yeah. only after he's betrayed him in more of like a what have I done kind of thing, like realizes right. what he's become. Uh, but that's a long way. That's a long way away. Man. <laughs> oh, boy. Honestly, I might make that a prediction. Hit me with it. Roran will fall. And in his descent, he will betray Aragon. And when he does, he will realize what he's become. 
actually, I'll, I'll say, in Roran's desperation to help, he will descend. He will fall. And when he does, he'll betray Aragon. When he does, he'll realize what he's become. All right, people. You heard the man speak. That's a pretty big one. I don't think I'll get it right. I'm not even sure if I want to get it right. But I don't know if I don't know if I want you to either. <laughs> I'm not yeah, I'm not sure if I'll get that right. I think it's maybe there's like maybe a twenty five percent chance that that's right. Alright, here we go. All Ready? Right. Roran will fall in desperation and will betray Aragon. When doing so, he will realize what he has become. Doesn't that directly contradict one of my other predictions? Yep, it literally says betrayal is not by Warren. <laughs> you want to change that then? You want to make it? Mm, I mean, you want to replace we it? can't like we can't change it because because it's technically you both are you're gonna be one right away. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's you. And, I mean, like I don't want to like that. That's clearly setting me up to be right about one thing, so I definitely don't want to do that. Okay, um, we can just pull it. All right, we're pulling that one. So he is going. So his, one of his original predictions was the betrayal is not by Roran, and now he is changing it to being Roran. I'm not sure if I fully believe that Roran will betray Aragon, but I definitely do see the descent as something that might happen. I want to be wrong about this. Like this, this is a heart that, that is like a heart rendering story that I do not have the emotional capacity for right now. Um, all right, there is one prediction. I I'm still on these things. One of us is a council member, or as a whole, will sell out Aragon or the Varden or Nasueda. Do you think that's still to come, or do you believe yes. that's incorrect? Okay, I, think that's still right, I didn't know if that was like before he left. Um, no, no, I okay. I meant that as like a, as a long term thing. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, um, I guess actually I can say that Galvatorx will attack a hard blow soon, and shit will go down. I guess that's correct um, with Roran. You think? I was gonna say that was incorrect. I guess soon can be worded because very differently. Also, I think I meant that for... Um, when he's still at Furthender or Thrysheim? Yeah, I thought I meant that for Aragon. Okay. Well, yeah, I'd say um, that's incorrect, because I bet it's yeah, we'll some time, yeah. travel, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll make that one incorrect. I'll post this, everyone. I'll post all these predictions and where they're at in our Facebook. Twitter is limiting my words, so I will post all these <laughs> correct and incorrect ones on our Facebook page today um, so that you all, as a listener, can hear it or can read it yourself. And if I fail to, remind me, and I will do it then. Someone, anyway, anyway. I don't want to be right, but that's a really interesting story arc that would be... That is interesting. Oh, that would... I honestly do not have the emotional capacity for that right now. Wow. All right. Moving on. So, moving on. <laughs> Aside, I don't really have much to say about all of what went down with Sloan. Just that, yeah, that went horribly. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I didn't see any way that the Sloan issue could have gone any better than that. Nope. At least nobody died. Well, either he goes and talks to him alone and be like, hey, look, this is what's happening. And he didn't have to do it in front of everybody. That's true. That was, that was ugly. And as like a try as a power move and make her decide. Like that was yeah, just like, that was... okay, that, that situation is as if you were the one proposing to a woman in like a sport event. 
You yeah. literally just trap and like about her, trapped a woman to say yeah. yes. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I mean, she did agree beforehand. Yes. Like she did say that she wouldn't like, she did agree to defy him beforehand. <sighs> That's just so big. But that was, uh, I mean, what did they think was going to happen? She'd just sneak away and he wouldn't notice. Yeah. Like, Oh wait, before we talk about that, I did want to talk about Katrina's monologue. Okay. Um, when she tells him, um, you must promise never to send me away again. Cause that yeah. was dope. Like I love that monologue. She did uh, like, that was awesome. And that's something that like heroes honestly usually forget, but like her whole point was that care goes both ways. Like if yeah. he's going to risk his life to protect her, she's going to risk hers to protect him. Yeah. That's just the solidarity that hell. Yeah. Like why hasn't he married this woman already? Exactly. Oh, because the father hates him and he has no wealth. Yes, well, but he's details. Not gonna find another one like her. Um, nope. But yeah, that was awesome. I Katrina is like really, really rising in my books. I mean, I never like had anything wrong with her. She was just kind of there. But she's now, gotten better like, she's, and better. She's only gotten she's better. Getting, yeah, she's getting like she's having more of her own personality now. Yeah. Um, which is, is awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. That kid, that literally just went horrible. No, that was just yeah. bad. I mean, I, I, I do love the whole Elaine part, though, where Elaine's like, look, you promised this woman all these things. Like, yeah. you must keep to it. Like, or I will, like, she's like, if you don't keep to it, I'm literally just going to cut your balls off myself. And, yeah. yep. Yeah. And, like, that's just the way it goes. And so, like, it's cool that these people have one another's backs in this village, too, even at hard times. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's not everyone for themselves. Yeah. I mean, somebody's been in some awkward parental situations that was still rough yeah like, ooh. i mean you know how like the stereotype of like boyfriends like trying to tell their girlfriend's father <laughs> anything yep <laughs> just like yeah shut up all your head just stop talking yeah that was rough that was just rough <sighs> but yeah. Other than that, really, this they're like reminiscent of like that procession from Edoras to Helm's Deep is like they're when they're going to the spine. Yeah. No, that's no, just Lord of the Rings, you know, or the reference there. But there's not much else in this specific chapter. No. They got everyone up to safety. I do want to backtrack say and say it's kind of funny how like Warren's like, hey little boy, I'm gonna charge and trust <laughs> all of my fiance's life in your hands. Yes, yes. Protect my I know you have a family. Buddy. But protect this woman too. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, yes. Was it the kid's name Norvafil? I, I have um, no idea. But oh no, he's the, he's the one who lost a parent. Yeah, right? so he, yeah. he was pretty enthusiastic to do so. But that oh, was, yeah. yeah. I mean, just to be fair, he still did it. Roran still did it in a good way, though. Like he still said, like, "Hey, you want to help out?" Because he yeah. knew that the kid this, would be. This was a good leadership style. Like that, like, yeah. He got the kid to do what he wanted, except this time he did it without referencing the kid's dead dad. Yeah. So I think he referenced him. No, he didn't. Wait, did he? I thought he did. Oh, I God. Thought he was, I thought, I thought, oh, I no. thought he was like, I thought he was no. like, you are the man of the family now or something like that. Like referencing oh, like God. a lack of like sleight of hand or like a backhand. Oh, yeah, he was, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because, um. No, 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 no. Norvafell asks him to avenge his dad. So Norvafell goes, like, you'll do your best once you kill the Razak and avenge my father. I would do it, except Mama says I must guard 
and Roran says, I'll bring you their heads myself if I can, which is kind of... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought um, Roran was like, you should avenge your father for his... Death, or something like that, or like... No, no, he was okay. like, will you make, he just asked, will you make sure that she's protected? He is a guard her. Your family comes first, but can she stay in the tent? Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So actually, so the kid references the dad before Roran does. Wow. Um, Roran's probably like, little, oh man, my tactics are gone. Um, no, he's still like, because he, he made the kid feel important. Yeah, like he knew the kid. He knew that he knew the the kid wanted to help out. So he goes, "Hey, you want to help? Yeah, help me with this." Which is another like that's a little bit better than. <sighs> you know uh, your dead father. You know your yeah. dead kid. Well, guess what? It wouldn't happen if you just listened to me. I mean, guys, we know that we, we know that he didn't say it like that. Yes, we're we're dramatizing this, but it's still morally questionable. Very morally questionable. Yeah. Ooh, oh God. Talk about morals. Moving on. That was a nice segue. I, I appreciate that. That was a good segue. Nice. And I completely ruined chapter. it by referencing how good of a segue it was. But I might just take that part out. No, don't take <laughs> That was a nice segue. So I did want to see how Katrina and Roran fare in the next sections. Because oh. honestly, the um this was before I found out what happened to her. Yeah. Um because honestly, the thing about Roran descending into evil hadn't occurred to me until I said it. In when we were as we were recording but i want to see how they become because like i like the situation that they're in i have, do have to acknowledge she might die which it's, it's a possibility because it would make sense it would help roar like it would push him away from carver hall like spur like the new things i don't think it will happen because roran's a leader and leaders need people around him to motivate them it's not like aragon where palini isolated aragon first to move him in his hero story just to move him through the plot so good I don't think Katrina will die. It's a possibility, though. I would absolutely love to see some Bonnie and Clyde shit from uh, from Katrina and Roar. That'd be hilarious. That would be awesome. If they're just like, you know, the badass couple just going around wrecking Galbatorix's shit. Riding off on horses. Yes, that would be that would be Roy hilarious. Strong Hammer. Yes, Roaring Strong Hammer and Katrina. I don't remember Sloan's last name. Isn't it um uh He's a butcher, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's Sloan Butcher. Yeah, no. Um, all right, well, we're screwed. So, yep, we're screwed. <laughs> y'all just tear us up in the emails, all right? We'll, we'll read them. We'll be all right. <laughs> but I did see a third possibility of Katrina getting captured and then Roaring going on his quest to rescue her, which, as we find out, does happen. Kind of happens, yeah. Yeah, so first things first, just quick acknowledgement. Ow! Damn! The man got bit through the shoulder. By a like, beak. He got like got like like a bird sweat. Yeah. Like, damn. Ouch. He said he like sheared through the muscle. And like better experience here. Shoulders never heal. Ever. They oh, it takes like, so long for shoulders. And like those video games when you get like that one like slice down on the shoulder. That's like what it was like. <laughs> it was just like ouch. Yeah. Like the bird just like just just ah! <laughs> just like yeah. straight through. Um Although, to be fair, like... As you're reading this section, getting to this point, what was going through your head? Like, what were your thoughts of why and the what the fuck is happening? Because I... Honestly... I'll give you my thoughts and what you give you yours. This whole section, I was just like, yep, here it comes. Yep. Here it goes. Yep. Okay. Fuck! (laughs) For me, it was like... It was like... Okay, but how? Wait, what? Really? Oh, shit. 
Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> like, that's yeah. really kind of like my experience just went through. So, yeah. like. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I thought they were going after Roran. Um, when they, they, when they, kicked, they blew up the door, I thought they were to. going after Roran. And then they pulled Katrina out and just, like, get to him. Um, and then, like, I didn't, I did not see this long thing coming because that was fucked up. Dude, like, oh, that that was you, really fucked up. The, I would say this the description of the Razak, scary. Interesting. I mean, we already it, knew they were Birdman. Yeah, but, like, the detail of it behind it. That's was true. Like, the detail was pretty creepy. It was, that was like, that was pretty nice. dude, it was like, whoa. All right. Yeah. Same with the beasts that they call. Like, I want to know what those are called. Like, dang. Yeah. What are like, those like, things? Like, like the the poison wing dog things. They're not the furzinga things from the last episode. What are those things called? The the fanghorn? No, the fanghur. Fanghur. I think it was the fanghur. Fanghur. Yeah. No, they. I don't think they were. Cause like you got the book right there, man. Just look at it real quick. No, no, no they weren't. Cause like, what was it? From my interpretation, the fanghur were more bird, were more bird-like, and these were like dogs with like That's naked saying, dogs but, with oh, wings. Oh yeah, you know, I'm saying they aren't fanghur. No, I don't think they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like that, which is weird. Like, what are these creatures? I guess we'll find out. Not like they do Nazgul. kind of remind me of the. Um, I mean, that's what they reminded me of. Yeah. Um, so it's actually what a terrible alien intelligence emanated from the creatures, speaking of a race far older and more powerful than humans. Bowed to the the Razak bowed to the beasts. Yeah. Um, then the hippogriff. The, the Harry Potter. Definitely not a hippogriff. Um, that's interesting. I want to know what those are because, damn. Um, damn. But regardless, they did have a similar effect to the Nazgul. Yes. Um, just you know, emanating fear and you know terror and sickness and all that. But I have no idea what in the Sam Hale Sloan was thinking. Because that was really dumb. Dude, you you literally have lost. No, I had no respect for you before, and now you. I lost. felt for him a little bit. No, until... you know what it was? I had no respect. And then he then he showed his fighting beast mode. I was like, yeah. dope. This guy's actually pretty cool. And then he does his pull this shit. I'm like, no, nah, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. That was that was fucked up. Wait, is this? Ah. Oh. Man. You know what would be perfect right now? Huh. Murtaugh. Really? Yes. Doing what? Because he's a tracker. Hmm. And he knows a Razak. Hmm. Who better than to help Roran track down Katrina and rescue her? With a twin? Then the man, the myth, the legend that we need back in this book, Murtaugh. Son of Morse. I want him back so bad. Like, I can't, I, I need Murtaugh back in this book. <laughs> like, I know he's not dead. I, I know that he is not dead. Is that a prediction? I want to make that a prediction. Murtaugh is not dead. It's not a prediction, but you do have him being the, it's kind of implied when you say he is the tie between these two stories. I'm going to make another one. He ain't dead. That's how I feel. That's how strong I feel about Murtaugh. Murtaugh ain't died. I need him back in this book. Murtaugh ain't dead. That's the way it is. Um, 
<laughs> I'll put a call in there like the rest of them. Um, honestly, though, I, I'm really hoping that I know he could be dead. I know the Paladin could have just trolled us entirely and killed him in the first chapter. He didn't, though, because he's too good of a character, and Paladin doesn't do that. Actually, he might, but still. Rob? He didn't kill Brom in the first two chapters. He killed Brom because he needed to. Murtaugh was there for half a book already. Yeah, but not in the first two chapters of that. Okay. First of all, I've already talked about why Brom needed to die. Yes, In terms of the story. We've already been over that. Murtaugh didn't. Ajahad? Ajahad didn't need to die. Yeah, I talked about why Ajahad needed to die. Kind of. Let's see. Obvious response, power vacuum, infighting over succession, deep stabilizes the Varden, which it did. Um, also, like, just rise and dissuade it because she was a more personal character than Ajahad. He didn't need to die, but, like, it's not one to keep... Also, Ajahad wasn't, like, a piv- like a like a big character. Like, he was, a, he was a figure, but he wasn't a character that we actually appreciated. I mean, not appreciated, but he wasn't a character that we actually, like, needed. You hear that, people? Army doesn't appreciate Ajahad. Well, I don't because we didn't get to see him fight. That's true. I didn't want to see him fight. He talked, he had all of these on. things and he got to fight the Durza and stayed alive. Yeah, and then he just died to some fucking Urgles. Like, come on. But a storm. Like, it wasn't just like two. It was a swarm of them. Still. Still. Uh, I think, come on, Sloan. Like, next section, next section of Roran's story would be perfect for Murtaugh to get introduced to. Yeah, into. what do you think's going to happen next section? Honestly, next section, I think he's going to wake up. People are going to be tending to him, like Elaine and maybe um, just like some of the villagers. And maybe if like a day or two later and find Katrina gone and just flip out and just like have to like go. Like, as soon as they beat the soldiers, he's going to go on his own personal quest to find Katrina. I think that's going to fulfill your one or other predictions where he's going to be a leader of a rebellion and go th- and go around and I demolish mean, the empire. He already is. I guess you're right. Like, the only no, no, this uh, that prediction is not correct yet because the only thing that's making this not a rebellion is the fact that it's only one village. That's true. Like they're not mobile. They're literally they're all they're entirely on defense. If they start to move and they start to get more support, I'll call it a rebellion. I wonder. Okay, the Razak. Did they say they're coming back? I forget. What do you mean? The, did, I, did they say they're going to come back when they get more troops? Is that the whole point? Yeah, they said okay. they'll be back, which is also that interact like that interaction between the soldiers and the Razak was one super creepy because they killed him, and two, kind of funny. Yeah, because um, one, it kind of did show that the soldiers were actually people too, um, yeah. even though they're assholes. But uh, yeah, I think they will be back. They said uh, we will return once it's safe again. Kill the boy, and your lives are forfeit. So they still need Roran alive. Yeah, Galvatorix wants Roran alive. I have no idea what's going to happen next. I'm thinking it'll be it'll be centered around Katrina, and them, like, and just her capture and Roran trying to get her back in this whole thing. And I think those soldiers are like too small, especially with the Razak gone. They're too small to like actually try anything. I wonder. So I, think, I, well, I believe what will happen is like Roran might be passed out for a couple of days, or something, and the village will take care of the rest of the soldiers. That are Maybe. there. Maybe. And then Roran will take those who want to go and go on a rebellion. It's just warpath. Yeah. I don't see why Razak does not stay. At least one of them. Yeah. I mean, they're, 
Maybe they fair, just... the Razak didn't do shit for the entire time until yeah, now. They just like, sucked. Yeah. I mean, for mystical and like creepy beings, they could have done a hell of a lot more. Yeah. But still. Um, I do want to see the like repercussion because they knock Sloane out. Does that mean that like, Sloane's gonna like return to the village? Is he gonna be like captive in the soldiers' camp? Is he gonna like go to the city and like inform Galatorix? Like how I do wanna see what happens to Sloane. Well I'd like to see Sloane either held captive or held captive in Carvajal <laughs> because he well think about it he's either held captive because the soldiers don't give a fuck about him or he's held captive because he murdered a man in the village or at least that's he the did, assumption he didn't personally murder somebody yes he did that's what it explained that's what Warren oh, says I thought he just portrayed him he killed but, I mean, him yes, like, he stabbed in the back no, he said he, the dude was stabbed in the back yeah he's dead yeah, I know he's dead. Um, yeah, and then later it's... on he goes, oh my god, uh, Sloane's the one who killed him. Okay, yeah, you're right. He killed Bird and he betrayed us. Well, fuck. You're right. Honestly. And, and he gets nothing out of this. He literally lost his daughter and is now a murderer. I mean, he he technically was a murderer anyway. You know, he killed some soldiers. But... A murderer of his own people? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I'm just... Yeah, I get that. I get what you're saying, too. But, yeah. So, we're kind of desensitized after, like, reading this section, because a lot happened. Like, damn. Yeah, damn. Damn! Of course, we have our next section's fucking Aragon, so... I mean... Yes! <laughs> Go back to gotta... his house, gosh! I mean, I do want to see, like, you know, else things, but I think Pallini's going to... with Aragon that's not political. I I think Pallini's going to pick up Aragon's story now that Roran's is. Because you don't want storylines to, like, you don't want people to prefer one over the other. So I think now that that shit's going down in Carvajal, I think shit's going to go down in in Ellesmere. Like, it's going to really pick up. Or it's just a whole bunch more politics. Yeah, or... You know, Aragon can stride Roar and see him in a stretcher completely distraught, like with his shoulder all bandaged up, and just say, Oh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, either one, you know. Probably just cut himself on the plow. Yeah. Because <laughs> he went down in front of the cow and got behind <laughs> the. I don't know how that would happen, but yes. I really hope something happens with Aragorn. Aragorn. Not Aragorn. Sorry, people. Let's be honest. If Aragorn was here, she would be so much different. If Aragorn was here, I mean, he and Murtaugh, is, I'm gonna say Murtaugh he and Murtaugh Strider, would be yeah. the same person. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I think that's, that's all. about it. That's about it. We got. Um, that was an intense. Let's know what scenario. you think. That was intense. Let us know what you think about Roran's choice. Actually, I want to know what y'all think. Because you know, choice the mor- comes, moral one. Yeah, when it comes to morals, anybody can argue anything. Yeah. So, let us know what you think. Was that the right thing to do? Should he have done it differently? Should he just manipulate the fuck out of everybody he comes across for the rest of his life? Yeah. Let us know what you think. But that right. was a good section. That was a, like a lot happened in that. that yeah, is I'm very happy. And, we're, really and I think I think we should try and do like our sections of Roran and then Aragon and then Roran and then Aragon for yeah. episodes if we can. Yeah, we should. If not... Have we, wait, have we not been doing that? We there are a couple episodes where it was like back and forth, and this is the, the past first two time episodes we, have been the same. Like this, last this, one, last this, episode was Aragon. This one, was yeah. Warren. 
Yeah, but the ones before that were like one chapter of Aragon and one chapter mm-hmm. of War or something yeah. like that. So just like uh, we're in a flow now. We got this. Let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oof. That's about all we got for y'all today. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for supporting. Yes. Again, these predictions will be up on Facebook. Go follow us. Flight Sailor Gazia on Facebook. Go follow us on Twitter at FTA Pod. Feel free to ridicule us incessantly, but no spoilers. Yes, no spoilers. And please remember just to go over to iTunes podcast and leave a review. Just greatly appreciate it. It helps. It does. Don't know how it does, but it does. I know it does somehow. That's all that matters. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone. Take care, y'all. That's a wrap. Flights of Allegasia is produced by Chip and Arm, hosted by Chip and Arm, created by Chip and Arm, edited by Chip. Music is by Oscar Barbeza. Website is by Chip. Illustrations are by Birdie Taylor. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.